And welcome back to the Metalhead of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and the gentleman sitting in the dark room thinking about stealing Jesus' pamphlets is... I guess that's me, the rum guy. <laughs> and today, we have a returning guest, a friend of the show, um, an all-around, like, He-Man kind of guy, Mr. Jason Blackburn. That would be me. I don't know about the He-Man kind of stuff, but, you know, I get by. Well, you know, you you look like He-Man. You're like, I'm a He-Man. You ever ever wonder why they call him He-Man? Like, isn't that like Man-Man? You know, (laughs) it's the same thing, right? I I guess it's better than saying, like, It-Man. They were, were, you know. Yeah, but, but... he and man are both for the male species, so he if man. It, if it was he man or it man, and there was a woman version, it would be sheet man, and that would be awful. <laughs> Shit man. Sheet man. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, so, I, I'm he, a huge he man fan. Okay, so you, you know, I'm not, I'm not like down in he man or anything. I'm just saying, like, I just thought about that. Like, why the fuck? Like Skeletor, we get it, right? He man, he man is man man. I just don't understand. Maybe it's because he's two people, Prince Adam and He Man. Good point. That's that was really deep. Thank you for in you know doing that in the beginning of the show. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I had to get yeah. it over with. You know, I don't know why. Yeah, I catch you. So, Jason. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the what have you been doing the last three years? How you been? Oh, uh, things have been, uh, amazing. Um, so I was trying to think of where we left off, uh, upon our last, uh, episode together. And I was on the, uh, cusp, if you will, um, of moving in with, uh, my girlfriend at the time. Yes, you were. Um, and since then she became my fiance and we got married. Wow. That's right. Congratulations is in order. Yes. That is awesome. Um, we're we're coming up on our uh, one year anniversary. That's uh July fifth. Okay, that's good. That's it's uh, coming up quick. Yeah, yeah, right around the corner. Um, you know, I, I kinda have always wondered, uh you know, internally it's like, man, it seems like the years are getting faster and faster. Now that I'm <laughs> married I'm like, wait a minute. I'm coming up on my one year anniversary, and I swear I just got back from Jamaica on our honeymoon, right? Which was yeah. in December. You know, it gets so, fast, I mean, dude. The older you get, the it, faster the years go, too. It's strange. I, I, it's it sounds stuff. old. We've heard it, you know. We've heard it from like grandparents and stuff all of our lives, you know. And parents, you know, the, the years go by quicker. But it actually seemed to. I think. Maybe because, I don't know, responsibility just speeds the clock up. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, possibly. You know, that and we're always rushing through the week to enjoy the week weekend or the days off that we well, do have. That and more than half of our life is over, too. Yeah. <laughs> speak for yourself. Whatever. Okay, three, qu- three quarters of your life is over. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, that's great. Wow. So what are you what are you doing special for the anniversary? Anything? Um, we are actually going to see uh, if if there would ever be a person that my wife would leave me for, it would be mm-hmm. this guy. 
Uh, oh, good. Okay, good. That's the way to go. <laughs> and that's a real good uh, way to go. Like, let's let's spin our anniversary with the guy that you would leave me for. Well, it, it's all in good jest. Um, it's Wayne Toops. Wayne Toops. Yes, he's like a um, swamp pomp zydeco. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, okay. I, I know that. I know. I'm familiar with the name now. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, when cool. you said that, I was thinking the Swamp Pop guy. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's actually indoctrinated me into into loving his music. It's actually a good time. Um, so he's playing the night of our anniversary at the uh, Labarish Casino in Baton Rouge. That's pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So, and, you know, officially, I think the only thing, you know how every anniversary has got a specific gift attached to it. Like, you know, some years it's gold, you know, some years it's diamonds. I think your first one is paper. So really you could get away with just getting her post-its. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll just print out the tickets. There you go. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's the ticket. Uh, that's fucking well, that's funny, really man. Good. That is great. We, we were actually, you know, we were actually going to have, a, um, I forgot to tell you this, Ron, we were actually going to have a very special guest host, but his um, <laughs> his daughter decided to have a sleepover at his house. So oh, nice. he said instead of having him and 12, uh, 15-year-old, 12 to 15-year-old girls screaming in the background, he said he would uh-huh. have to do it another time. Uh, but that was uh, Reno Callier, man. He was going to come on and do the show with us tonight, just to just to come oh. hang out, because he really he said he really really uh, uh, relates to to Jason. So you know, oh wow, being That's that cool. being that he um, you know kicked the the alcohol bug and all that stuff. Cool. That would that would have been that been well, a how long? How long has it been for you since uh, since that happened, man? Well, that- well, it is. Uh, it's quite funny that you bring it up. Um, one of my favorite terms to use is cusp, uh, <laughs> as I so used earlier. Um, I am on the cusp of celebrating eleven years sober. Fuck um, yeah, dude! It happens in a matter of hours. Um, my sobriety date is June twentieth of two thousand and eight. Wow, man, that yeah. is great. That is so awesome. And I think, look, you get to spend it with us. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I honestly would not have it any other way. That's what I'm um, talking I think, about. I think this is this is a really good thing, and then it, it amazes me uh, that uh, you're one of the strong ones that are able to make it through. And uh, I mean, that's that is a goal. That is a goal. Definitely is, and it's 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 a hell of an achievement. Yeah, man, that's to, some to, hard to, shit to get, get as far as you have. Well, you know, the, the, the real meat and potatoes of it all is, is yeah, I have, I'm going to have 11 years, um, as long as I continue to stay out of my own way for the rest of the evening. Um, but in all actuality, it is just a giant string of one day at a time. Yeah. 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 For, for any, any addict or alcoholic like myself, it's 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 all about the one day. All That's all it. I all I can focus on is is the day that I have right in front of me. Tomorrow doesn't even exist yet. You know, if I can stay sober today, I'll deal with tomorrow when it gets here. 
Yeah, there you go. Well, that's that's a great way of actually, you know, it, that could be applied to a lot of things. I was going to say that should that should be applied to most people's lives. Period. Yeah, li- li- live in the day. Don't live for yeah. later, because you don't know if you're going to have a later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ain't that the truth? Um, you know, we, we see it all too often. Um, it's like, you know, one minute somebody's doing great and they leave work and they head on down the road and boom, crash. Well, that's like, exactly. uh, that's like, was it uh, Monday night? Did you hear about the horrible accident that happened on the expressway out here in Marrero? No, I didn't. I know you did, and I was asking Jason since he was, well, since he lives right here. It's, it's not uh oh yes yeah with the people that had like gotten a wreck or something and they went to get out of their cars yeah it and was some dude just came flying yeah. along and well, hit three people this is yeah this is ex- exactly what happened was three uh, young ladies probably teenage range you know sixteen to eighteen had got a flat yeah. tire they were on the side of the elevated expressway. And, uh, you know, just sitting there and these three guys pulled over the side to help them. Older gentlemen, you know, like in their 50s. They sure. they come pull over to help these girls and a drunk driver swerved into the guys and killed the three of them by throwing them off the bridge. Holy crap. Yeah. The, the girls were okay, but the three men that were outside trying to fix the tire uh, got smashed and thrown over the bridge. Oh my god! Isn't that what fucking horrible? Asshole. Isn't that horrible? That is a, I fell off a bridge once, but I didn't die. Really? I, I'm surprised. No, but I, it, it it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You also fell off of no, you didn't. That was your coworker that fell off a fucking. Uh, I uh, fell off a building too, but not not building. that one. Not what you broke your back and your neck and your head and shit. No, I broke my ribs when I landed on my back. I landed on my boss's car. It was thir- I it fell thirty. 38 feet and mm. landed on my back on his car. Lucky you. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, man, that's horrible. That's horrible. Yeah, it was terrible, man. It was like, I, when I heard about that, I was like, Jesus Christ, man. There's nothing good. You know, it, it, it just takes, like, like it takes a, a, a somebody with poor judgment. It took one person. It took three guys to do the right thing. Let's pull over and help these people. And then one person who had a bad day, and that's that's all it takes. You know, and I, I did the person stop? Uh, that okay. I don't know. That uh, you know that that I don't know either. Um, kind of. I think bring uh, that conversation, you know, in a little bit, as there were <laughs> there were so many times that I could have been that guy. Oh sure, uh, sure. A lot of us could say the same thing. Yeah, and. You know, I've I, I, I put my car into telephone poles. I put my car in the ditches. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> the second to last um, DWI that I had, um, I was actually I, I I may have brought this up uh, in the other podcast, but I was the last thing I remember is. Um, leaving a place on college drive in Baton Rouge. Okay. And I was pulled over going the wrong way on I-10 in Ascension Parish. Nice. That's a good 12 miles away. Yeah. Wow. On the interstate going the wrong way. 
Yeah, you could have uh, killed a lot of people doing that. Um, Thank God you so didn't. I think that when you were able to get out of it too, I mean, it's you know, yeah, you could, I mean, you could have you, you could have hurt I, yourself. I I lived, um, you know, no nobody else was hurt. Uh, thank the universe. Um, but you know, <laughs> for most people, um, that would be enough. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. Um, I, I still had some more, uh, some more damage to do. Um, that's How much where... longer after that did you, did did? Oh, did you... let's see. That was, well, I was already, I was already well spiraled out of control. Um, by that point, and then, you know, my parents, both of my parents were alive at the time. Um, they. They were going to save me once again. They had a uh, they had a house out in Bay St. Louis, and they were like, "Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna go out there. You're gonna relax. You're gonna clear your brain. Um, you know, maybe go back to school." I went to I enrolled in Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College down there. Um, started taking online courses, um, which was like, I thought that was the best thing since sliced bread, um, and then Katrina happened, uh. you know, um, and it was a, you know, another series of, of unfortunate events. It was, uh, you know, after Katrina happened was when I uh, found out my mother was uh, re-diagnosed with, she had been in remission for a while. She was re-diagnosed with cancer. Um, uh. And that... That was what ended up taking her life. Well, when when that happened, like she was, she didn't want to pursue any treatments. They were going to try and do a surgery. The surgery didn't work out, so she was she was done. She wasn't going to go through radiation or chemo again. Um, so you know, we got hospice to take care of her, and the hospice people were great. Um, the problem was is I wasn't great. I right. could not mentally or physically handle you know watching my mother um go through that so right you know being being that i was a person full of of full of self self will run riot you know ego everything like that um i i stayed mentally and sometimes physically gone from the home for as long as possible um during that time in in new orleans like you know, um, cocaine was running rampant uh, sure. in the New Orleans area, and I just I, I, I stayed high as, as much as I could. Um, and I ended up going up to Baton Rouge. Uh, my dad had built a house in uh, Prairieville. He was like, "All right." you're leaving this area you know he thought the geographic cure once again would would help me right get you um, out, get you away from the uh the demons. get me away from the bad people um right. and the problem with all of that is you know i bring myself with me and that's the that's the crux of it all is sure. right the the whatever issue it was that I was using, I was using that as my solution to everything. 
Sure, the problem sure. was myself. Um, I was I was maladjusted to living life on life's terms. Um, and I went up to Baton Rouge. I did well for a while. Um, started working at Bannigan's again. Uh, God, I miss that place. Oh, I was about to say that was a while ago for sure. <laughs> I miss Bannigan's uh, too. Me too. They were way they were way better than some of those places that are here now. Um. And started working there, you know, I was waiting tables, doing this, that, and the other thing. Uh, ended up getting a, a, a shift manager position there, you know. But then, you know, um, people other than me made a decision for me. They were like, okay, you know, we can't trust you, so... <clears throat> they moved me into my brother's um, 30 foot fifth wheel trailer into a trailer park. They're going to, and they were like, you go live there and we're setting up our boundaries, which was probably the best thing for them to do. Right. Um, for themselves and for me, because gotcha. for once they finally decided to love me from a distance. Um, and I was able to find, go head first into the, you know, the bottom that was sufficient enough for me to begin to enact some lasting change in my life. Um, well, I, I, know, what... I, have a, I have a, don't mean to interrupt you. I, I just have go a ahead. question for you. Maybe you can, uh, ever, I think, I think um, there is a lot of different types of addiction um, and, and things. Is it? I've had this conversation with other people, and a lot of people mm-hmm. – some some people think so, some people don't. What is your thoughts on any – I mean any type of addiction? I mean it can be drink, drug, freaking too much of one thing. It's always an addiction, right, of some sort. It, do you feel eating, that's a, a – Eating, what right, I- is – is it is it a is it a personality trait? Do you think is it or is it a uh, a it, but is it a, also a trait that can be learned? No, is anybody susceptible to it? Um, I mean, what's your thoughts on? I mean, I'm just yeah, curious on, not... because you just just regarding you and what you've seen through your life, you know how how do you how do you perceive it? Is it a personality trait or is it a trait that is that can be just learned? I I do understand what you're getting at. Um, And I think a lot of times, uh, and and I could be wrong, so correct me if I am, um, when when you mean personality trait, there's a lot of people that think initially it's a choice. Okay. Um, And I, I still come into this a lot of times when, you know, be it on social media or in other platforms and stuff like that, where people are like, sure. Oh, you know, they're, they're, they're making that choice to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, for me, yeah, at the very beginning, sure. I, I, I did make those choices. I did make those poor decisions, gotcha. um, to even start to start that path. Um, but there came a point where it was that point of no return. So the the choices transformed into 
the addiction. The disease. I mean, yeah, the disease. It, uh, it was it was something that was because I I have I have a lot of a lot of really good friends of mine that are here and then that aren't here because of those type of things. And now, uh, um, on the on the flip side of all of this, right? Okay. You have, and and I, and I will say this is this is partly me too. Um, I had a genetic predisposition. Okay. Because people that came before me in my family line mm-hmm. were were also alcoholics. Gotcha. Okay. I believe I was born that way. Um, uh, yeah. And I can I can go back and and. I can go back now and think about the the way I felt when I around the time when I first like drank and how it made me feel and what it did to me. And I know that (laughs) normal people don't feel that way. And and the the it's so the, the the it was like all right my my family there was always alcohol around and sure. special holidays Easter Christmas whatever the kids would get half a glass of wine sure and I would drink my half glass and I would get this feeling in the back of my mouth and then all of a sudden this wave would rush over my body and I'm like oh my goodness gotcha. I, I I like this. Well, then it got to the point after one, two years of doing that, I would wait in the wings till after everybody went off to watch football or kibitz amongst themselves. And I would go back into the room and find all the wine glasses that had a little drop left in it and slam those back. A normal Uh, nine-year-old doesn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) Uh, you're, 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 you're talking about my childhood a little bit. <laughs> I knew Rome was going to say that. I really did. I knew Rome was going to say something like that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it was a great portion, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, I, I hear what you're saying. Any, any insecurities, any fears, um, any lack of self-worth mm-hmm. that I might've been dealing with went completely out of the window the minute that came into my body. Sure. Uh, I think that can transfer, like like I said, to, to a lot of different things, whether it be alcohol, hell, cigarettes. It's a lot of times, you know, you're having a bad day. What do you do? You go have a smoke and you forget about it for a little bit. Right. But the, there is a science behind it, too. Okay. Um, when you When you get into things like opioids and and other stuff there there are people in this world today that are addicted and in their normal life they drank normally they did everything else as a quote unquote normal person would do Mm -hmm. but then one day they break up finger and doctor slides him a, a, a script of XYZ painkiller. Sure. Um, just plug one in there. And after taking 10 of them or 20 of them, 
over, you know, two week, three week span. Now sure. all of a sudden they're like, man, I need more of that. <laughs> Cause I was living my best life. Right. Um, and they begin to seek it out. But, but the seeking comes from, there was something that was tweaked in their brain upon the repeated ingestion of whatever it is, the synthetic opioid, the codeine, the what have you, um, that uh, I'll use my, my terms for it, something breaks. And now that it's broken, it won't be fixed unless they have that again. Gotcha. I can, um, that makes sense. You know, for yeah. me, for me, food is a big thing like that. Um, I'm a, I'm a big dude. <laughs> okay. He, he man. Um, he man. And it's <laughs> I, I, I eat. I. I'm a lot better at it now. It takes a lot of conscious effort. Um, sure. But I would eat emotionally. Sure. A lot um, of people do. That's, 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 that's was, Welcome to America. That's right. what we do. But mine was a consistent thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I first got sober, I needed that replacement. Sure. Um, so in the first year um, in recovery, I went from 340 pounds to about 440 pounds. So you, you gained five or ten. Here yeah, you go. Just a few. <laughs> just the just the smidge. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, so it, it's the for me when it when it comes to the recovery side of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there are many different paths to recovery. There are hundreds of them. Okay, but, but, some work better for others than others sure. do. Right. Um, you know, me. Um, I, I use a particular branch um, that uses a a. I, I'll just say a step scale. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, oh, and. Uh... On that note, give me one second. We're going to take a break and get these our messages out there. So we'll be right back before you know it. Like I said, we'll be right back uh, after these messages, and uh, we'll continue with Jason. The Metal Hand of God is proud to announce a major concert event brought to you by the Fillmore New Orleans Legendary Concert Venue. Ladies and gentlemen, South African hip-hop legends, Dar Atwood. Only at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Incredible. September 26th. MHOG Podcast. One of the most interesting concert experiences you will have all year long. 
brought to you by the Fillmore New Orleans and the Metalhead of God. September 26th. Be there. Get your tickets before this is all sold out. Cool. What an amazing stage performance you will witness from a band that has sparked controversy all over the world. Get those tickets at LiveNation.com, TheFilmOrNewOrleans.com, or go to the Metal Hand of God podcast, that's the MHOGpodcast.com, click on the links that will take you to ticket sales. September 26th. Be there. Here's a major concert announcement brought to you by the Metal Hand of God podcast. This was the old sound of one of this generation's most proficient songwriters. Amazing musician and vocalist, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, live at the Fillmore, brings his new outlaw country sound. That's right, August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Circle that date on your calendar. This is one summer concert you're not going to want to miss. Incredible! Said to be one of the greatest songwriters in our generation, Aaron Lewis, August 25th, will be performing live on stage at the Fillmore, New Orleans. That's right, New Orleans Ghost Country, August 25th. Get your tickets at LiveNation.com, TheFillmoreNewOrleans.com, or the MHOG Podcast website. Click on the links, it'll take you to ticket sales. Aaron Lewis, August 25th. What an amazing announcement! You'll be hard-pressed to find another rock and country show anywhere in Louisiana like this one. August 25th at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Aaron Lewis. in association with the Fillmore New Orleans, working hard to bring you an entire year of amazing concerts. Make sure you go to the MHOG Podcast website 
Also check out the Fillmore New Orleans website for ticket sales or go to Live Nation. This concert, Aaron Lewis, you can't miss, August 25th. See you there. All right, guys, uh, we're back, and we are back with Mr. Jason Blackburn to talk about uh, all kind of interesting stuff, man. Uh, you were um, talking about uh, steps that you take or you took to mm-hmm. kick, kick your habit. Yeah, and, um, you know, for me, it, it, my my solution, which mm-hmm. was drugs and alcohol, um, it, it it's only mentioned in the first one. Right. Because the rest of it is about fixing me. And that's, that's the, the internal me, the way I think, how I act, how I conduct myself. Um, and you've done a one, a complete 180, man. I mean, I mean, from, from, I remember most of our conversation from last time and, uh, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was some stuff we had talked about and, uh, but you, you're even, you're even better than you were then, man. I mean, you can, you can hear it, you know? I, and, and, uh, well, yeah. I mean, he's done leaps and bounds. I mean, he's, he's married now. That's even better. Yeah. That's like incredible, you know? And, and well, I think, I think that's good too, because now you've got someone in your life and, uh, everybody needs an anchor, you know what I mean? One way or another, whether it be a, a partner or a really good friend that you see on a daily basis, uh, everybody needs an anchor. And she really is an anchor to me, um, you know, uh, just to toot her horn a little bit. She's an educator cool. uh, in Jefferson Parish, and just, I, I'm completely blown away by the work that she does, and I see how hard she fights daily. Um, not to brush on politics real quick, but I thought it was – I give major props to the voters of Jefferson Parish for passing that millage for the for – the, teacher pay raise um it was long overdue and well deserved i'm sure the teachers down there haven't had a good pay raise in a long time a a very long time uh jefferson parish is if not the largest parish in louisiana um it's it's close to the largest and Mm -hmm. the the teachers in jefferson parish were one of the least paid yeah they were and that's a that's a hard that's a hard area, I would think. Jefferson Parish, those schools got to be hard. Some of them are dicey. Yeah, yeah I'd say, say a few of them. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, Chicago light. You know, maybe not right that bad. There. Maybe not you that, don't bad. Think that bad. No, no, it's not that bad. Uh, okay. It's, it's. They got some pretty shitty schools out here, but not. They're not like, uh, you, you know, barbed wire on the fences or anything. Oh wow. Not anymore. <laughs> not, since, not since you left right? exactly exactly i mean <laughs> when i went when i went to high school man it sucked like bomb threats every day uh getting uh a gun pulled out on me i got stabbed in the back by a fork uh you know all kind of good stuff yeah you did that to yourself though i did it was stupid of me pulling. Uh, i i got i got stabbed once in high school i went to all boys Catholic high school nice but it wasn't it wasn't really malicious i Attempted to steal one of the guy's French fries. So he stabbed you over a French fry. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see how stupid that is? It's overreact much. A little, I mean, a was, little, a little yeah, bit right. of an overreaction. Maybe our French fry 
eyes were really good. Hey, maybe that was his addiction. Well, t- you know, what? Uh, we're, we've been talking about addiction and, and so much seriousness, and I think that's great. But I want to hear how you met your new wife. Yes. Okay. So give, give us the fucking is, lowdown, dude. That is that is pretty wild and crazy. Um, oh yeah. I I knew who she was. Stalker for many stalker. years. Stalker. No, not stalker. <laughs> We we used to frequent like the same bars and stuff like that, um, and as stalker. it turns out, at one point in time in my life, I, I used to hang out with many of the people that were her same friends. Okay, and and are still her friends to this day. Gotcha. Um, so <laughs> October twenty sixth of. 2016 um m- m- the local place that i like to hang out and um it's a the bar and grill uh mm-hmm. called bad wolf uh, shameless I, was ba- plug. I was about to say you um, can plug them man it's it's cool you know the bad wolf's a good place I, i've only is that, a, is that a doctor who reference it is and yes it, it is it's Very basically so. it's basically okay. a nerd pub dude it's it's actually pretty cool Gotcha. It used to be close to the house over here, and then they moved from here to Gretna, I believe. And they they actually just closed that and location. Yeah, and they're having a bigger one. They're uh, opening. They're gonna be opening a, a newer, better, fresher um, location fairly soon. Uh, nice. Location and date of opening uh, to be announced. Yep. Um, I'm very close friends with the owners, uh, Alicia and Tim Dardar. Nice. Um, and that's where I go to play Magic the Gathering. Cool. Okay. That's cool. Now we got a nerd out. All right, here we are. We, yes. knew, we knew. We knew. We knew. We knew. Yep. We knew. Uh, okay. It's all right. That's, that's, that's my thing. Uh, I got you. Actually, a, cu- a couple of people that went there got me back into Magic. I originally played it in 94 uh, wow. when I was in college. Uh, and then I got out in like 95, 96. I wish I still had some of the cards that I had back then because I yeah. would have a small fortune on my hand. Yeah, you would. Yeah, some of those cards are worth a lot of money. I have a few of the old ones from back then. Like, not many, but they're not none of the big, fancy, you know, five grand cards or nothing. Just some of the the commons but i still have some of them yeah there was a uh just to go off on a sidetrack there was a the rarest card in magic the gathering the black, black lotus. lotus yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was a copy of it that was certified by like the <clears throat> the best certification company around okay and it was it was uh, uh, it came out as like a nine or nine point five on a ten point scale. Right, yeah, like mint graded a graded company, yeah. And the the person that was selling it got the company, which is the equivalent of Lloyd's of London for like baseball cards and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. To sell this thing on eBay for him. And he ended up getting like, I think it was 
$89,750 for this card. It was ridiculous. But why? <laughs> You're not even going to use it. Why do you want to own it? Well, wouldn't it be cool if you did use it? Right, yeah, like, oh, yeah, you, fuck y'all, look what I got. <laughs> you, you, you're the guy who bought the card. You have it in your own playable deck. You go over and you're like. And you just throw that Whap. shit down? Bam, what are you doing? The, it, minute he, the minute he takes it out of the plastic casing, it probably loses value by like $30,000. Well, I yeah, mean, of course. Just leave, leave, just leave it in the plastic casing. Yeah, you just throw just the whole it fucking, like, it's like a cell phone you just drop on the table. <laughs> and you know what you know what's funny is probably that card's probably like the shittiest card to have like it doesn't do anything oh no it's not no it's not okay no. I, I don't know i have no idea i'm just oh, saying it, that would be the funniest thing in the world is like the most valuable card ever to come out the worst card is ever. the worst one to play because it doesn't do a fucking thing it's just it's a pretty flower <laughs> i think the card i think the card would be great if it says switch hands with the other player Oh. Yeah. Now you're playing like what is it, Skipbo or or fucking Uno or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that that shit would be hysterical. No, but that's so, awesome, man. October twenty sixth. Okay. Uh, twenty sixteen. I wasn't even considering going out that night. Alicia calls me up. She goes, "Hey, look, we're about to have our first karaoke night. If you're not doing anything, come on down." first root beer is all me cool. uh, i'm like okay cool whatever i wasn't gonna do nothing but i'll suit up and show up um i go down there and alicia's sitting at the table and she's got this woman with her. um and she introduces me to her friend danielle and it was there was like electricity are you saying that because she's there beside you? Probably. No, she's actually... She's actually <laughs> um, I, I am a man. I do support... I do have my man card, and I am using those words. I go, good. Good for you. I hear you. Um, and we just... We, we hit it off. Like, just... That's cool, man. Gangbusters. Um, she... We could not stop, stop talking to each other. Well, then... Then thing, then business really picked up, um, because then she introduces me to her boyfriend at the time. Oh, that's nice. Well, as as things happen to be, like the boyfriend, he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" He goes and sits down at a table along the wall away from us, playing on his phone, sipping his Heineken. Oh, being an idiot. And she's just sitting there talking to me, talking to me, talking to me, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm feeling a little uncomfortable because I'm like, wait, dude, dude, your boyfriend's over there and I don't know. And well, night ends, some time passes and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm talking with Alicia one day and I'm like, yeah, you know who I wouldn't mind going out with? She's like, who? I was like, your friend Danielle. <laughs> and she cracks a couple jokes about her friend, this, that, and the other thing. Oh, you know, she's a hot mess, whatever. Um, but at the same time, she's messaging her friend under the bar on her phone. 
hey, you never believe who's asking about you. Um, uh. Well, apparently she hadn't stopped thinking about me. And this is this is like November. Okay. We're like a complete month after the initial encounter. Sure. Um, and the rest, as they say, is history. I mean, we started talking. And, um, we we that's, had that's a, a good date. And it was just, we knew. Well, that's good. I mean, it's 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 very rare you can go through your life, and you, if you're one of the lucky ones, you can meet that one person. You've done something right, karma. Right. You know, in your karma. You know, I mean, Wayne, Wayne, uh, uh, they, you know, how how long have you been married now? Uh, it'll be two years in October. Two years. Good lord. So what is she? She's like five now. Yeah, she finally got old enough. <laughs> <laughs> J- Jason knows. <laughs> Jason knows Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's that's, that's hey, cool. Wait, you know, and she, I, she actually goes by Kate, Caitlin now. It's not a uh, why the what, what, danger. No, uh, what what was the name before that? Oh, it was fuck, like I don't remember. It was something to do with McDonald's and. <laughs> I, I, call, I, call, I call her Katana. Yeah, he calls her Katana. It's funny. She will cut you. Yeah, you damn right you will. She threatens yeah, me I mean, all the time. I, I I call her Katana. That's my thing. But, um, uh, no, and then I just had an anniversary. You did like uh, two days ago. Yeah, not not too long ago. It was on the uh, the hell fourteenth. Yeah, it but was, but yours was like way more than me and his. Yeah, yeah, mine's uh, over twenty two years. What is yeah. that like? Lead or something? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's now uh, just uh, blood. It's a va- it's the vampire year where they just drain you dry. It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, J- Jason, do you play any any uh, video games, man? Uh not as not as much as I used to. Um, uh, the, I'm still aware. The the reason you know, I mean, I'm, not only the reason I'm asking, but there is also a uh, you know, there's a uh, uh, like arcade video arcade game version of uh magic you can play online i didn't know it's if, pretty cool i didn't know if you knew that yeah it's pretty cool um are you, are you talking about like an xbox game that you can play online with people uh-huh. but it's magic it's magic the gathering but it's like all the cards you want in the world right you just and then you you, you do so you're much not talking you about, can you're not talking buy about, packs uh, arena no uh-uh. no it's it was mad it's magic it's on xbox i just played I it for a while look it up i have a i have an xbox because like there so magic used to have magic online right um and then they they did some stuff and they were moving some things around um they used to have this thing called duel of planeswalkers that you could play on steam uh, but they trash like they totally just trash that interface. Use like the, I think the bare bones of it to sculpt what is now Arena. Okay. Um, but it's I think it's only PC. Um, I know there there's supposed to be a Magic the Gathering MOBA coming out at some okay. point. Yeah. This I. I it's on uh, X. You go to Xbox Live. Look up in the uh, the arcade section and just look up Magic the Gathering because it's it's a arcade game that you buy. You don't have to buy the disc. It's just an right. automatic game that you download. 
And then oh, if you 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 can get packets of cards and you use you stuff you know very stuff cool. like that. There's uh there's they have a uh, duels and then there's uh the gathering battlegrounds. So it's it's like a two part game thing. It's yeah. kind of cool. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. But you know what, dude? Speaking of games, this is a good point where I'm going to drop a new segment that we have. Um, we've been teasing this segment for quite some time, and finally got. Uh, the first one down in in the uh, in the tubes or whatever you want to call it, you know, in a, right down recorded. Uh, but um, this is in it's technical speak. Yeah, it was. This is the in game segment where it's nothing but video games. Our friend Scott is doing this. His he goes by T and Rook. Check him out. Uh, look him up on Facebook and all that good jazz. Uh, but anyway, here's our first uh, video game segment called the in game. Check it out. Hello. This is Snake. Do you read me, Otacon? Loud and clear, Snake. Kept you waiting, huh? It's time for the ultimate in video game news. All the information you will need to know about all your platforms. This is Endgame with Scott D. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Endgame. I'm your host, Scott, and I will be talking to you about anything gaming-related. Now, E3 just happened a few recently, and if you're not familiar with E3, this is where they announce all the cool games, anything that they're working on, different game studios, game developers, all there. And they announced a ton of cool stuff. So E3 started off on Sunday, and that had Microsoft and Bethesda. Now, Microsoft showed off 14 exclusive games that they're working on. For me, the biggest title that they showed off was Gears 5. Gears is super near and dear to my heart. I'm a huge Gears fan. And in this one, they're adding in a new co-op mode, which looked pretty sweet. And the co-op mode is a three-player. You have to kind of get into a base, plant the bomb, and get out before the bomb explodes. But they showed that off. Uh, I'm excited to kind of get hands-on and play that. I want to I wanna see what that's about, but it looks pretty sweet. Uh, if you're into those high-end controllers, they are working on a new Elite controller. And this Elite Controller, it's similar to the other ones, except instead of two profiles that you can have saved to it, you can have three profiles. It also has the hair fire triggers on different settings. So the hair fire triggers essentially allow you to shoot faster. You don't have to move the trigger down as far, but it allows you to shoot faster, which is nice. Um, Bethesda showed off like Doom Eternal, which is just, if you like Doom, it is an action pack, just going there, guns blazing. I mean, in this game, they have a shotgun with a grappling hook on it, which literally lets you shoot the grappling hook, grab a dude, bring him to you, then you blow his brains out. Um, but So Doom is just action all the time. Uh, Elden Ring, they showed up. That's a new game that From Software has been working on. Now, From Software, they're known for doing, like, Dark Souls, Sekiro, Bloodborne, those, like, very difficult type of games. And Elden Ring looks pretty interesting, because this is going to be set in a world that's been helped written by George R.R. R. Martin, the same guy who helped with Game of Thrones, he who wrote the books, but he also helped on the show and everything. So this is going to be a world set in that, like, fantasy setting. So uh, I love the Game of Thrones series, that's super cool. So I'm excited to see what Elden Ring will bring. And then the big announcement that um, Microsoft had for the night was Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk is made by the CD Projekt Red. And CD Projekt Red, they've made Witcher series, which 
if you haven't played one of those games, it's like 400 hours plus just like the main base story. And you get to make choices in there, which like affect the outcome of the game. And it's super well made. It's a phenomenal game. So I'm really looking forward to this one. So Cyberpunk obviously is set in the future. And like cy- cyborgs and like body mo- augmentation has become like you know crazy rampant. So you get to kind of customize your character, and that looks that looks super fun. But the end of the night with Keanu Reeves is actually going to be in the game. Uh, he showed off. He came up on stage and he showed it off. But it looks super duper cool. And then on Monday you had Square Enix, uh, and then they're known to do. Uh, like the Final Fantasy series, and they also had Ubisoft. So Ubisoft kicked it off, and Ubisoft showed off Watch Dogs Legion. So if you're familiar with the Watch Dogs series, it's like an open world. You get to like hack into gadgets and stuff, and you know, kind of, it's like a GTA, but like high techy. But with Legion, what's cool, and the reason why it's called Legion, is you can almost hack into other people. So any NPC in this game, you can play as. And each character has different buffs, different stats. Like, some might be better with melee, some are better at, like, hacking. And you literally can change at any time. You can just click on it. They had an awesome, during the trailer, they showed off, like, this, like, 80-year-old woman just start meleeing everybody, because that's who the main character pit is. They wanted to play as the old lady. So that one looked really cool. Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint. Ghost Recon is going to be the like four-player co-op, like tactical shooter. And if you have friends to play, it's awesome. I definitely recommend looking into it. Uh, this one, super fun. Once again, open world, go and explore. But uh, you know, it's you and your buddies, and you team up, and you got to take down the bad guys. So that one looks nice. For me, top of the game would have been um, for Square Enix at the end of the night, and they showed off the Marvel Avengers game. Now, the Marvel Avengers game is similar to like a like a Destiny or a Borderlands, where it does have different gear that you're always trying to get or that pops up. And this gear kind of helps you out, upgrades your character and stuff. But they've already said there will be no microtransactions in this game, and all the new characters that they release are going to be free. So the five Avengers that you start off and you can choose from and play is going to be obviously the best. You know, I'm a huge Captain America fan, so Captain, he's one of those guys you can play. You can play as Iron Man, you can play as Thor, you can play as Hulk, or you can play as Black Widow. But I'm excited to play that. Any four-player co-op game, you know, super fun. Super blast, like, have fun with it. So I'm excited to play the Avengers. And they also teased that the first character that they will be releasing is going to be Ant-Man, because they had Hank Pym come off. Now, if you look online, it has gotten some flack, because the characters, when they show off the uh, trailer, they don't look like their counterparts in the MCU. But obviously, you can't use those characters for their likeness, so um, I don't mind what the characters look like, as long as it's fun gameplay. Um, I think it'll be fun. So uh, that was the recap of Monday night. Tuesday night, they started off with Nintendo. And Nintendo kind of showed up a lot of really cool stuff. They showed off some new characters coming to Smash Brothers. They're going to have Banjo-Kazooie as a new character that they're going to have as you can download. They showed off Zelda Link's Awakening, which if you played that back in the day, it's a remake of that coming to the Switch. Uh, for me, they're actually bringing Witcher back. So Witcher 3, the complete edition will be available for the Switch later this year. And like I said, once again, if you haven't played it, you need to. They're super fun games. They showed off uh, Astral Chain, which is the same people who made like Bayonetta, um, Azura's Wrath, if you've ever played any of those games, like high action all the time. This is going to be a new RPG. It's a new series coming to the Switch. Uh, and then they showed off some Animal Crossing. 
Uh, if, you, if you love The Sims or any of those like town builder type of games, Animal Crossing doesn't come out till next year, March of next year, but looks incredible if you like those time wasters, just kind of you know veg out blank type of game. Uh, and then they ended the announcements with they are working on a Breath of the Wild 2. Now, if you haven't played the first Zelda Breath of the Wild, you probably don't have a Switch. The game is absolutely amazing. If you're into huge open world type of games, if you enjoy being able to just kind of go around, do whatever you want, solve puzzles, it's fantastic. Definitely worth a play. Um, But that's all I got for you guys today. Thank you for joining me on Endgame. Now back to you guys. Thanks for joining us on your one-stop shop for all your video game information. Endgame with Scott D. Yeah, so that was uh, our Endgame segment, which was pretty fantastic. He did a really good job on it. Uh, He was really nervous about doing that segment because uh, he's never done anything like this before. So he was like... I don't want to fuck things up. So it actually took him almost a year to get that first one put out. Well, too bad, Scott. You fucked it up. No, I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And it's cool about Scott, too, is because he has, like, you know, inside information. Because he's like, yes, one, he's, he's, he's like a big, GameStop yeah, guy. He's like, yeah, he's like a big shit in GameStop. So, you know, he we get all the cool information first. Yeah. So that's gotta that'll be fun. Uh but he Ooh, had a really you could good trade stuff. the kid in on a on an Xbox. No, I'm not trading the child. All right, people. I had to take a break for a second while we were running that because I had to go check on my son who uh was you know, is only three and uh Yeah, but he's he's old for his he's got an old soul. He can check on himself. Just because he can say the word fuck and rum doesn't mean he's old. <laughs> No, he he just knows two good things. He's got his priorities straight. Oh fuck, rum. See, that's why he knows that. See, yeah. anyway, uh, like I said last but time. Yeah, so the end game segment was really cool. So yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so if you know, if you he, he you know he leaked out a bunch of shit about E three and uh, mm-hmm. all that good stuff with the the news projects. What is it? Um. Oh, got Scarlet from the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know. Yeah. So that was cool, and and, and so, it's a lot of good stuff. That's gonna be a weird thing, though. That, I'm, that, I'm I'm super excited about that, dude. I really. J- am. Jason, have you heard about this? Mm-mm. Uh, the new no. the new uh gen console that's coming out in 2020. Uh, well, actually, the holidays actually. So it's not even 2020. It's coming out this year. Uh, mm-hmm. it's called the X. Right now, it's called the Xbox Scarlet. And it is a massive fucking system. Like it is crazy. It's 8K uh, graphics card in it, and um, like it's it's just unbelievable. Like the 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 stuff that it's going to be able to do. And basically, what they're doing is they're giving you a console that they wanted to give to game designers, so that the game designers can do so much fantastic shit. You know, like there's only limitations that you can do with building games. Well, right. they, they built this one specifically for, like, game designers and players so that the game designers can make, like, super huge games and, um, you know, details and just things that like, you can't like do Like vast now. open world type things. Yeah, yeah, like really big fucking games. Like, it'll, it'll make, like, Fallout and those type of open worlds. Look small. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just crazy how, how, and then the, the graphics alone are just, it's I, I freaking. I have one question. Yes. Yeah. 
Will it have Pitfall? Probably not. Sure. Sure. You know what? I bet you can download it from the uh, Archive Arcade. Maybe so. You probably could do that. You probably yeah. could do that. Now, that's the one thing that this system is going to have. Uh, one of the other things that this system is going to have over the PlayStation 5, though. PlayStation okay. 5 is only backwards compatible for PlayStation 4 and 3. Okay. The Scarlet is backwards compatible for the Xbox One, the 360, and the original Xbox completely. And yet, I can't play certain software on my PC because it doesn't get... What the fuck is that about? <laughs> they can do it for a damn game console, but I've got an outdated fucking program from five years ago. Oh, it's, it won't support the shit. Right. What the hell? Right, right. I don't Bastards. get that either. Bastards. Oh, and and the new thing, too, is with the uh, your Xbox Live account, yes. if you do Xbox Live Ultimate... Yes, it's, it's one dollar more. It's but it's fourteen dollars a month or fourteen ninety nine a month. So it's say fifteen bucks a month instead of your normal ten dollars a month that you would normally pay. No, right now if you do it, you can get it for one dollar more than you pay now. Right? No, you get it for a dollar for this month, and then it goes up to fifteen. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what the fuck good is that? Because no one's got the new one yet. Right. Well, no, no, no. This is for the 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 live account though. But what they're doing is you not only get you know, this it's cheaper this way, trust me, because I do the Game Pass and the live account, and that's $20, $22 a month, okay? Yeah, for, I, I for do both. the same thing. For both, right? Well, with yeah. this, you're only paying $15 a month, and you get both of those, plus you get Game Pass for your PC. So what the PC Game Pass means is you can play everything you play on your Xbox onto your PC, plus the PC games that they're putting out on Game Pass. So that's pretty fucking cool. Well, that that is pretty interesting, but I mean that wouldn't do you any good really until you get the new system. At potentially, uh, well, you're to, still to paying play that, to, but you're still you paying know, less for both of your accounts. So that I'm I'm gonna actually do it. I'm gonna upgrade to that, even though I don't play PC games. Maybe Caitlin but might it, Caitlin might it, want to dick one of those, but you know. But wouldn't it make more sense to because I I I don't pay per month. I pay my my membership. Boom, I pay it once. It's good for an entire year, and then I pay it, boom, again. Pay the, right, I right. Pay the nut. Well, of course, you can do the yearly account. I mean, so that's what I do. For me, it won't make any sense to do it until my account runs out, because I've already paid for what I've got. Well, yeah, of course. Of course. I understand that. So but, if, I'm, if I do it now and change the way I do it, I'm technically losing money because I've already paid so much 50, ahead. 50 or so bucks or 60 bucks or whatever like it is. I think it's like 50-something for the live and whatever. I think it's like 40 something for a pass. I don't remember what the yearly yeah, thing some, is. Yeah, it's like 100 bucks roughly. Yeah, yeah, roughly. But yeah, I mean, I, I completely understand where you're going with it. But like yeah. from, for me, I play monthly. So it'd be cheaper for me to go with Game Pass and this and the ultimate thing. And I even make out with getting the PC stuff for extra $5, which is $5 less or $7 less than I pay now. So, you know, well, that's pretty know, cool. What would I play PC ship? I mean, what do I well, play Caitlin, on PC? Well, Caitlin likes to play on PC, so that's why I'm going to do it. And and because you can you can just have it. Why not? If you ever want to play a PC game or you're somewhere where you, you can't bring your Xbox, you have a laptop available, boom, there you go. Well, I guess that kind of that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you can plug in a fucking Xbox controller into a, a, to a regular laptop and still play. Yeah. I, I uh, synced my phone with my Xbox, and now I can text on my phone, and it comes up on the TV. Wow. See, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So speaking of nerds, Jason, how's it going? My name is Tim. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So, so uh, just t- want to touch base. So the uh, touch we had a thing in Savannah. It sounds a lot like the place you're talking about, the Bad Wolf. We had one called uh, uh, the Chromatic Dragon. That sounds and cool. It was, it's uh, you walked in and it's like, you know, it's very cool. Do you remember the scene in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where the the bad kids that were doing all the stealing had this really cool like skate park inside? There were video games everywhere, and you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Of course I okay. do. This was kind of like that, but it was uh, they had uh, different uh, rooms for like here's the uh, it was it was a full bar. It had food, it had other things to drink, it had a caffeine bar. Uh, they had rooms for magic, Warhammer, all these different empty rooms you could do inside there. Everything. Then they had like a, it was very cool because they had a couple cages that hung on the ceilings when you're doing big tournaments. They would drop, you know, you're, you want to do the steel cage match. You're going to challenge this team over here. The, the cage drops over your table. Nice. It's kind of cool. It's badass. Um, they had TVs everywhere. You could go in with your own controller or, you know, you go in, you, you have uh, these little, they look like credit cards. And you would uh, put, uh, you know, points on them or, you know, put some cash on them, go over, stick them in the thing. You could play the Xbox, your PlayStations. You could play Vintage Systems. You could play Sega. You could play Boogerman, whatever you wanted to play. Um, and I'll do this whole thing in this whole environment. It was very, very cool. And then on top of it, they had concerts there. There was a live stage. And then they had one floor that was completely dedicated to uh, karaoke and like nightclub atmosphere. Very, very cool. cool. Man, I dug that place. I miss it. It was very cool. Um, we get we get into a number of things at the Bad Wolf. Like they do um, <clears throat> various role playing games. Um, you know, not just Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, sure. Warhammer 40k. Um, Shadowrun. Gerps. They have, uh, they have tons of board games that you can like rent. Um, you know, you can just show up over there to have, you know, a drink and some burgers and, you know, grab a board game and and play with your friends. Um, do you do you have did you ever play Munchkin? I never got into it. Oh, um, I love Munchkin. I, I I saw it and it kind of piqued my my interest when I saw the um, nerd uh, the Munchkin Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cthulhu Munchkin. Uh, I've yeah. got a couple of them. I've got uh, the the spy one. I've got original Munchkin and Kung Fu Munchkin and Wild West Munchkin and all these. Uh, the the vampire one's really funny because it's kind of a. A brand new store. Amazing collectibles. You need to check out North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles. Specializing in all things Funko. Funko. Pop culture. Buy, sell, or trade North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles is the place for serious collectors. And when they say specializing in all things Funko, they're not kidding. This inventory is massive. 
much stuff. So many items at Morse or Pop Culture Collectibles. You never know what you're gonna find. You may find another gem you weren't even looking for. So don't forget to call or stop by North Shore Pop Culture Collectibles, specializing in all things Funko. Located at 1394 Corporate Square Boulevard, Slidell, Louisiana, 70458, or call 985-265-4279. Check them out! It's Funko! It's pop culture. You can't go wrong. Funko. Pop culture. You're not going to believe what happened. What? Where did you stop? Where you? Where were you talking? When you said the vampire, the whole call dropped. Are you serious? Yeah, you guys dropped out of my call. Like, I was gone. I was the only one there, and I... Actually, we could hear each other just fine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And I joined y'all back, but I don't he, know. He, well, I'll, I'll give you the short rundown of what happened. Yeah, do it, because uh, I'll just put it like that. He was the skipper. I was Gilligan, and he took me on a three-hour tour. That's beautiful. Exactly. That is so good. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was a nice time. I really apologize, guys, because that sucked. Like, I was I was listening to this Munchkin uh, talk, and then all of a sudden it just went, and I was the only one there, I and wonder, no one else was with I wonder me. if the... If it kept recording, uh, it did not because I'm watching the recording. I'm recording it, oh. so I know it didn't record. So that's weird how uh, you completely dropped out of the conversation you set up. I know. That's why I was like, that's... "What the fuck?" So no, it is uh, your fault. So guys, you I- I'm just letting y'all know if y'all were really interested in Rum's uh, vampire Munchkin talk, I apologize. It's not going to be on here unless it was Rum... riveting. God damn it, it was riveting. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that really sucked. Uh, so in that's place, I played the um, <laughs> the uh, uh, what is it? Damn it! I always get the the North Shore Collectible Shops commercial instead. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize for the the whatever the hell that was. So, but you guys know what what happened because I just told y'all. Um, but that's why the commercial was like right there, want, and it made no hey, sense. You- you want to explain it some more? Because I don't think they got it. Uh, you see what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I gotta be. I feel shitty because I mean, you were in a really well, good conversation, and all of a sudden, he's like, and I was like, okay. I know. Well, that's, I know. that's hey, hey, we're all used to it. You're always dumping on me. I get it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm dumping on you. You just wait, yeah. motherfucker. I'm gonna really dump on you one day. Uh yeah. That's why I don't stay at your house. Yeah. Uh-huh, There's no uh-huh. no surface is safe. I don't. <laughs> Rome's like, where's the toilet paper? Use your hand, bitch. Yep. <laughs> do it like the people. Look, do it like they really did. You know, back in the day, Mister. You should know. You're old enough. They had toilet paper forever. No, they didn't. They always had toilet paper. No, they never. Yes, they did. They did not. They, used pine cones. they, they used, did. Yeah, they, they, even the Egyptians mother, said it. They had this mother, virus. This motherfucker said they used pine cones. You know how much that had to hurt. No, you just do it really carefully. Just. You know, so that's like the fucking three seashells on that goddamn soft, movie. Kitty, warm, kitty, little man. ball of fur. <sighs> Demolition Man's the movie you're looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it was Demolition Man. I was just seashells. Yeah, exactly. The three seashells. You know, there's yeah. like there's like websites dedicated to trying to figure out how to use the three seashells. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy. It's kind of self-explanatory. Is it? Yeah. Well, I guess you can if if you're smart enough. No, hey, you know, just not pretty face, man. I'm just not a pretty well, face. 
I, I know uh, some, something just struck me, and, and I hope y'all will uh, entertain me for a moment. We will entertain uh, you as much as you like. Uh, and uh, we've been talking about a number of topics, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I, I've personally, I've, I've been on this journey. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess this kind of goes to, uh, what y'all were saying about, you know, me, me sounding even better than I did when we did the initial podcast. Um, I came to a point, um, after the whole estate battle with, with my father, that's a whole different story, um, came to an end. Uh, and I began to ponder, like, there, there's got to be more to my family than, than what's just left. And there's me, my brother, um, I have four cousins and an aunt on my mom's side. And okay. some, of the cousins, some of the cousins have kids. So I got to, I got to thinking about it and I was like, well, I always heard that there was other family on my dad's side, but I never saw them. Right. You know? Um, and and I caught, caught some like vague, like wasn't a part of the conversation stuff of like, you know, my dad being angry that they didn't show up to his, uh, father's funeral, et cetera, et cetera, this, that, and the other thing. Um, so I, I always see those commercials and hear the, the, or see the TV ads and hear the commercials about the, you know, the, this and that DNA 23 and me kind of stuff going on. Sure. Yeah. Um, sure. And one time many moons ago, I tried to get on, uh, ancestry.com and start my family trip. Okay. Well, no real hints or the little leaves that they talk about was popping up. Um, I had gone through some documents uh, that had stuffed in a box, um, found some information, reactivated my account, um, started plugging in some stuff, and and started getting some hits on the website. And so I start, you know, exploring my family tree. Um and my my wonderful wife, are y'all still there? No, nope, we left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, my wonderful wife got me the Ancestry DNA kit uh, for Christmas. Nice. Um, I I while I was waiting for the test results to come back because it took quite a while, um, I started working like a lot in my spare time on my family tree. I mean, the thing is like freaking huge and I'm looking at all these people and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even know these people existed. Um, That's always fascinating, isn't it? uh, And I ended up being connected uh, to this one person um, via email. Um, I, I was looking through a forum on on ancestry and it was involving this one book that i used to have a copy of um that detailed part of my grandmother my my paternal grandmother's side of the family one one of her sides of the family um and so i'm looking through this 
forum and I'm reading all the threads and I see this one person and they're like, yeah, I'm going to redo this book because a lot of stuff was inaccurate. Um, blase, blase. You know, if if you want to take part in it or want to get a copy of it, email me at this. I'm like, eh, you know what? Screw it. I'll shoot her an email. And then I look at the date of the post. And the date of the post was like 2006. I'm like, oh, crap. Uh, I'm probably going to hit a dead end. Right. Well, I said, screw it. I, uh, I emailed her anyways. A couple of days later, I got a ping back, undeliverable. Um, the, the, the email was undeliverable. But I looked at the email address and it was a it was a Yahoo address, but what I had copied from the little page, it had Yahoo.co instead of Yahoo.com. Okay. Okay. So I resent the message and put in the M on the dot com, and like in forty five minutes, the lady messaged me back, and like there's this whole like private Facebook group of like all of these people that are somewhat somehow related to me. Like I've, I've met second and third cousins. Oh, that's and super cool, man. All this, this wild stuff. Um, and it's, it's, it's for a person like me and the way I was raised, at least by my mother, which was to have, you know, a sense of your own identity in where you come from. Um, sure. It's it's been pretty awesome. the The strange thing about the ancestry DNA test was, um, I knew from my mom's side of the family I was half Irish, nothing else. Okay. My dad's side of the family, I heard. You know, that I was like British, French, German, Heinz 57, maybe a little Native American sprinkled in there somewhere, like 125th. Gotcha. Um, like one of my eyelashes was Native American or something. <laughs> um, so I get the results back. <clears throat> and as it turns out, what I was told was a lie. The test results came back. And found that my information was a lie. Uh, I'm I I, <laughs> I couldn't be any more white. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you, man. It came back 77% Irish and 23% English. And All that right, was it. you are definitely super white guy. And that, that, that that's your new it. superhero name. Hi, I'm super so, white guy. I don't know if that's an effective uh, effective superhero name in, in today's world. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're taking it back. I guess, I guess it All depends right. on what your uniform looks like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just, yeah. Don't, just don't have a hood. That's all. Yeah, no hoodies. Um, but, this, this, you know, if... if um, I, I said all of that to say this. If anybody ever had a question at in one minute of their life, where do they come from? Mm-hmm. 
and and I'm I, I'm speaking in the in the more global sense of like geographically, where the hell do I come from? Right. 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 Um, I I would encourage anyone to you know find out whatever information they can and like go back and you know there are some people that have fears about these dna tests and right. you know them being shared with the fbi and the cia and all of a sudden you know the cia is going to come knocking on your door and you know all of a sudden <laughs> you're busted for some murder you committed five years ago and you're on the wrong from um if you know that you're not that kind of person, um, man, look into it. Um, well, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, for, for reasons I can't talk about, maybe not for me, <laughs> but it's all in all, it <laughs> sounds pretty good. Secret agent, man. Yeah, secret. really, you know, Rum's all, all secretive and shit. Oh, oh funny man. That. Well, that, that's good information, though. That's very cool. But uh, Wayne, yes, Wayne, would you? You should do that. You should do the twenty-three and Me thing. I don't think so. You don't uh, think so? I don't care. No, oh. <laughs> I really don't. I think I find it interesting. I really do. Like I just, I, I, just, I just find, uh, you I, know, uh, I always find the family stuff. You know, I, I find quite a bit with my family tree and stuff. I Come don't on. care because most of my family are douches, so I just, well, there you go. I just don't need any more douches well, in my life. Well, at least you know, you know, walk away from your family feeling fresh. I did. So I go. did. I walked away from most of my family feeling amazing. By the way, there you go. <laughs> uh, after, and, after uh, you know, after my parents died, that was that was pretty much it. So I'm good. Yeah. Um. Well, but yeah. What was, it was a good show. It was, dude. Uh, you know, honestly, Jason, we appreciate you coming back on the show, man, and doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm so happy you're able to. Um, you know, any anytime I can be of assistance, if if y'all ever have any questions, comments, concerns, sure. um, I am I am at your service. Well, I'm glad uh, you were able to spend uh, some of that new the uh, the important anniversary with us tonight. Yeah, I'm happy you came back for that, man. That's pretty awesome. Like, you know, congratulations on what 11 years, man. That's fucking a big feat and great. Wow, what a way to end it. <laughs> the plans for us. Oh, there he it is. Usually does. Definitely, usually does. But but thanks, man. Thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you come back on uh, in less time than three years. Yeah, that'd be nice. And next time next time I come down, maybe we'll, uh, we'll go hang out at the uh, Bad Wolf. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's all get together when you come back down, and we'll go we'll go to the fucking Bad Wolf and uh, have some root beers with him. I'll let you use one of my, my magic decks and smash your face. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Because I've never played Magic in my life. <laughs> uh, if you can read what's on the card, you can play. Ah, oh, I can yeah. do that. I'm pretty. I think as long as they're not big yeah. words. No. But anyway, again, I, I was like uh, juxtaposition or plethora. Or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy, and that was Mr. I'm Jason Blackburn.
And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of the correct age, <laughs> to 21. keep it, keep it, keep metal! Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>